Welcome to Theater Theater, the theater podcast for theater people, made by three theater nerds from the LA theater scene. I'm Jay Bailey Bertram, and normally I would have CJ Merriman and Scott Leggett with me, but today we're doing something a little bit different, okay? Normally we discuss, we debate, we disseminate the evolutions of playwrights, but today this is our first ever mini-sode, Theater Theater Artist Spotlight. It's a bonus series highlighting the artists that we think you should be keeping an eye out for, all right? So we're here today with our first spotlight, an actor, producer, songwriter, recording artist, Broadway performer, and star of the new Unicorn Theater production of Death of a Driver, who just so happens to be one of my dearest friends of my entire life, Teddy Trice. How are you, man? I'm fantastic. Wow, that is that was quite the introduction. That's I mean, we, we do it right, you know. We, we do you, right you do. I, I need to be uh, on here more often. Shoot. Yeah, that's well. Me we're <laughs> we're gonna get you on next season. Uh, we we'll, we have you know two more episodes this season, but then we're gonna have you on next season. What I, we've talked before a little bit about it, but what playwright were we kind of discussing? Maybe Lynn Nottage. I know you've been in. It was yeah. It was either I think it was either Lynn or. Um... John Patrick Shanley, I think. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. You would ask yeah. about Shanley. That'd be fun, man. Yeah. We've both done Danny. Both done Danny. Ooh. 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 <laughs> I mean, I, just thinking about it, I'm like, gets yeah. me in a dark place. But That's for sure, also man. a good place. Yeah, I only did it a few years ago, too, and it, it still lives with me, you know? it's, it's yeah. It takes oh, you to yeah. that place. But, uh, you know, we're, we're uh, connoisseurs of context on this podcast, mm. all right? So we want to get to know you a little bit. So I want to know where you came from, how you came up, give us a bit of that if you don't mind, and sort of stop around the time that we know each other, and then we'll get into that. Yeah. Cool. Um, so I'm originally from Kansas City, Missouri, mm-hmm. uh, born and raised, uh, grew up around the Paseo area, uh, for those of you who know um, the Casey <laughs> area, yep. um, and uh, probably... I was there, I was, I lived there till I was about eight. And Mm -hmm. then, um, you know, my mom and my dad, they, they liked kind of like the Kansas school district a little bit better. Cause at the time, like MO was just, you know, like it's not the best in the world. For sure. Uh, For sure. And um, yeah. And it's, and if you know, you know, know, and if there's (laughs) some, and there's, there's some great schools out there, but also like, yeah. Some uh some ones that are not so great. So sure. we ended up going out to Kansas so I can go to school out there. So um I end up going to the Shawnee Mission School District. I've seen I a few shows found... at some Shawnee Mission High Schools actually. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 They do some good stuff. Solid programs. Yeah. For sure. And that's kind of where I found my love of theater. I started doing theater in middle school. Right. Um first show was Into the Woods. Um Who were you? So like I was the wolf. Nay. <laughs> yeah, but nice. I wasn't the prince because you know in middle school like right, they had they to divvy up, up every single part. <laughs> yeah, sure, 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 sure. Um, but I but starting in elementary school, I, I like I really started singing and I was in choir. But it wasn't until seventh grade is when I 
like hit the stage as far as like musical theater was concerned. Yeah. Um, and when they talk about getting the bug, yeah, like literally, <laughs> yeah, like it was. I remember doing the number, leaving stage, hearing the applause, like scared out of my fucking mind. We can. We can <laughs> oh yeah, here, right? curse all day, brother. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all day, um, every day. <laughs> just, just like, like shitting myself. Um, yeah. but afterwards, I never felt so accomplished doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like getting that instantaneous confirmation as well was just sure. unbelievable. Um. And so I was like, yeah, this is something I didn't know where it was going to take me, but I was like, I know I have to keep doing this in some fashion. Right. Um, and literally ever since then, I, there hasn't been one year that I haven't done a production of some sort. For sure. Yeah. You're um, one of the most working people I know. Yeah. And if Absolutely. it's not, well, and if it's not like, you know, doing it, doing, you know, uh, a, traditional project with somebody like sure. i have to be just doing something on my own but yeah yeah so yeah so then graduated from that well graduated but left <laughs> left trail ridge middle and then i went to shawnee mission northwest high school Word. yeah and i think the reason why i kind of connect my theater life with school is because i've only i only did it through school growing up right. like i wasn't in like the community theaters or anything like that it was right just, right 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 academics and and theater mm-hmm. um and i think that's where it was like i started to get that discipline of the craft right like i remember in ninth grade like auditioning for the school play or school musical and they were like you need sheet music and to go audition and i was like what what do you mean and like <laughs> what's that <laughs> what is that <laughs> um and like something something as simple as that it was like oh okay you actually gotta you need to give your music to the accompanist and right and it needs um, to be marked up it needs to be marked up and yeah right <laughs> and i was like oh my gosh like i just want to like just sing something yeah and, you know yeah do it uh but yeah i started that's kind of how i started to get like just the your own the own like the discipline side of it and as i started to go through like my um instructor kelly rogers shout out to her she was a hard-nosed instructor but like loved her kids to the death and um some some people kind of folded under that sure other i i tended to like crave that type of you know um instruction yeah it was there that i was like okay I, I can take I can I can take a lot of that criticism and kind of that those blows to my work mm-hmm. and still want to come back and do it better. Absolutely. So yeah, my senior year of high school, I did about like five shows, which is kind of crazy. Wow. Uh, for high five? school, yeah, that's five. Nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then after that, I didn't know I didn't know where I was going to go, what I was going to do. Like I knew I loved theater, but at the same time, I was like. I don't know how viable of a career it is. Like every kid who is trying to pursue the arts, they're just like, I love it, but how am I going to make a living doing it? Yeah, exactly. Especially with so uh, many people telling you it's going to be hard. Don't do Do something else. Yeah. Right. And right. And you know, my folks, my folks were so supportive, but like, you know, they don't come from a performing background for sure. So they don't have a blueprint as to how you should do it or anything like that. And also, like, not having the funds to really just 
to just go to college right away. Yeah. Um, it was, it was a hard decision. So like, that's how I ended up at Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's um, right. Yes. See, uh, shout out to Hogwarts. We did both. <laughs> uh, see, people think, people think I'm lying about that, but he just confirmed. Nah. Yeah. It, it's legit, legit Hogwarts. And I, I lucked out greatly. Yeah. Which is close to when we started to meet. Uh, sure. But I, I didn't know that it had such a prominent theater program. Right. I didn't either. I, yeah, yeah. I thought I was, I thought I was going, you know, to like, and I, I always cared about school and, and um, got good grades and stuff, but I was like, but you were more focused is, on like transfiguration and right. You know, yeah. Trying to get to the next spot. Right. As a wizard. I get you. Yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Cause I was, I was, um, I was on the come up. Yeah, but... <laughs> we, we know. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. But then when I when I uh, auditioned initially, um, I'll never forget Beatty. She Beatty she Pettigrew. Out. Beatty yep. Pettigrew. Yep. Um, Mentor of, of many, especially the two of us. Yeah, exactly. Like I auditioned and uh her and Tim Noble, shout out to both of them. Yeah, Timmy. Um, we love Tim Noble. Timmy loved him. They were like, uh, okay, so where do you see yourself in 10 years? And um, I was like, <laughs> I, I, shit, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> How am I supposed to answer that? I'm 20 right. years old. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I was like, if I could do theater for fun, uh, I would be happy. But in uh, they both uh, just look at each other, then they look at me, and they're like, "Okay." Yeah. And that was the extent of that audition. And um, well, it has was... been ten years, and we'll get it into has what been you've almost ten years. Yeah. yeah, and we'll get into what what you've done in in, in the meantime. But I want to talk a little bit. I I saw you in a few productions there, and was in a few productions with you there, uh, yes, specifically uh, Richard the Third. Yep. We were in together. Show. I, were you yeah. Stanley? Lord I, yes, Lord Stanley. Yeah, Lord Stanley. yep. I was Lord yeah. Hastings. Uh, we had a couple scenes together here and there, but that was a yeah. that was a cool production. We did it post-apocalyptic, dystopian. We put two tons, literally tons, of sand on stage. Yes, blown out building on. Like, and I think I think back on that now, and I'm like, no one would do that. No, a regional no, theater like, wouldn't no. Ever touch that. No. no, no one would ever consider doing yeah. that. But when you have um, magic and you're at Hogwarts, you, it's like, why not? Yeah, and why then not? it just went, just went yeah. away. No, although I did a... find sand everywhere. Oh, that's for, for sure. Next, especially because you and I had to be ghosts, so we were under the right. Stage. We were, mm, that was crazy. <laughs> like the war scenes and all that. Mm, that was crazy. What about uh, Anatomy of Grey? Talk to me about that. Anatomy of Grey. Yeah. So I think yeah, Anatomy of Grey was. Uh, it's a. I think, who who's the player? Do you know the playwright? I you honestly the playwright? couldn't tell you, but I, yeah, I know. We'll probably uh, Google it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was one of my, it was my first lead uh, there. Right, yeah. Um, I did a children's show um, the first time, first go around. La Culebra? No, it was, um, oh. oh God, <laughs> Mufaro's Beautiful Daughters. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, sure, And I sure, played sure. Mufaro. Right. Um, we did a touring and, uh, children's show every year that was always kind of fun and a big deal. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. But as far as like main stage, 
yeah. Anatomy of Grey was my first main stage. That was a big um, deal. I, you uh, you got a nomination for uh, yeah. Iron Ryan's that year and made yeah. it to semifinals. Made it to the second the semifinals with you. With me, that's oh the, oh shit, that was right. That's our that was yeah. the year we were partners. I forgot about that. And, yeah, um, that's right. Uh, we that show specifically got chosen to go to the festival. And and yes, and like that that changed that changed a lot for me. Right. Uh, real quick for listeners who don't know, KCACTF is a theater festival uh, regional um, all over the nation, though, and there's a bunch of different uh, regions and schools come together, mostly D1 schools, but there's a few community colleges, D2 schools, stuff like that, and they all come together and uh, perform theater and show off their theater and all this kind yeah. of stuff. And each region invites four to five shows to actually bring their set and cast and perform uh, and the whole entire festival comes and sees it yeah uh, so this was a big deal to us this was huge it, it, yeah it's it, yeah and the fact that we were competing with all these top d1 schools in the region yeah so just the honor of getting nominated yourself but then having your whole show get to go yeah and like just the process of doing it and like you've got to break down the whole show pack it on a truck drive it in that we were in iowa that year yeah we were uh, at Iowa State that year. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, uh, Ames. And uh, Ames, yep. And it was in January, and it was cold as hell. Freezing cold. Freezing. Ice everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, And then you get there super early in the morning. You um, load it in the theater. You don't even, you know, know that you're exhausted because it's like yeah. – you're you're on adrenaline the whole time right and you're so immersed it's just yeah. everywhere then there's theater people everywhere the whole city sort of shuts down for it oh yeah it's crazy. um workshops and absolutely and so like there were there had to be i don't know like four to five thousand students easy faculty yeah. in that auditorium yeah. so like obviously the biggest we had ever uh, been in front of we'd ever done time. and they, yeah, you exactly. could feel the energy too because they were so supportive because it's all theater people and they get it yeah. they know what you're going through they know that you haven't put this up in months and that you're having yep. to stage and you're having to put it on a new uh space and with new lights yeah. and new set and you know and it's it, that that was, I mean, that was the real deal. That teaches you how to do tour life. That teaches you. Oh how yeah. To do big regional stuff. That's, I mean, that's that's the real education right there. Oh yeah, and as a nineteen-year-old, just like yeah. trying to take all that in, and um, obviously got you and um, you know some really you know strong actors, artists, kind of carrying this thing. It was absolutely Amanda Michaelsberger. Shout out to Amanda Michaelsberger. Yeah, Amanda, one of the best performances in the show. Uh, absolutely yeah we had yeah and i mean and i had a lot of my scenes with her and you know being able to just kind of lock in and being like there's nobody around it's yeah. just yeah. we're just right here exactly yeah. so talk to me so after hogwarts you went to drury right yep how was that talk to me about that real quick yeah so once i so i actually stayed a third year at hogwarts because i was like th there was still more that i wanted to accomplish and absolutely speaking of ACTF, I actually got to finals. I ran yeah. finals the following year, which that's right. You know, so I did like, I. We were in finals together again. Yeah, when you were at Wichita State. Whereas the year before, we had been. Yeah, yeah. 
great. Yeah, so <laughs> so wild. <laughs> and then uh, towards the end of the year, we have the showcase where a lot of different schools come and you can audition, which was a godsend. Um, and so I got a chance to audition for quite a few colleges and universities my last year. And um, I connected with Drury because of Broadway's Robert Westenberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anybody Who also knows. originated The Wolf and Into the Woods. And I, Into the Woods. That's crazy. Yes. That's a cool little roundabout. Absolutely. Love that. And, uh, and the thing about it is I was so drawn to him because, yes, he, he does carry a name, but he never he never led with it. Sure. It was just like, you know, I see you as a, you know, a vital part of the program. And we, um, uh, we, we don't, we don't have the largest space. We don't have, you know, the biggest department, but, uh, we, we teach you, you know, we, we teach you how to be a, a, um, a decisive and, um, bold actor. And yeah. like, and that's and what you want, wanted. That's what you. That's what I wanted. Yeah. I just loved. I loved his approach to the craft, and and I went. I went on one visit. It was like it's a private, small liberal mm-hmm. arts school. Right. Yeah. I just. I, I just loved working with him, and um, and when I got there, like everybody was super supportive, and you know I just hit the ground running when once I hit foot on campus. Yeah, it's it definitely has its reputation. Um, it was a, sh- a school I definitely considered uh, after Hogwarts. It's just it's fantastic, and Robert obviously I would have loved to have uh, learned from him. But th- that's incredible, man. So then after that, you do a little bit of KC theater. Um, yeah. We'll talk a little bit more about Kansas City theater. I think later. Uh, I yeah. love Kansas City theater. I talk about it. Absolutely, oh, it's, it's in my heart. Yeah, all the time. You know. I love LA theater that we promoted a lot on this podcast. And, you know, I, I, I think Broadway has its place and I think tours have their place. And I think that's all, you know, that's all good stuff, but there's some stuff happening at Kansas city, 99 seat theaters that we need to be talking about. And I saw a few oh, while I was there that just, you, they just blow your mind. And there's some talent in that city uh, that yeah. just needs, needs more love if you want the truth. Um, but so we'll get into that in a second, but, Teddy, you've had the experience of traveling the world with a show that many people know and love. And I want to hear a little (laughs) bit about it. It's called uh, Book of Mormon. Talk to me about that. Not sure if you've heard of it. Uh, may or may but... not know this show. <laughs> Possibly the like the most tickets ever sold to a show ever. Um, I know. T- Hamilton might be the that. only one. That's true. Now. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, tell me what, what what's that experience like? Tell me about how you got into that at, at first, um, yeah. and where it has led you. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's it's 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 crazy to think about, and we talk about Kansas City theater because. Uh, I was actually able to audition for it in Kansas City. Oh, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I thought you had to go was, to New York for that. I did eventually. Oh, but right, right, right. Yeah, I got an audition in Kansas City first. So I was actually doing a play called The Island uh, with Dan Ron Armstrong, mm-hmm. um, one of my big brothers of the theater. Sure. And uh, it was, it was. I got a, I got a just a casting notice, and I saw it floating around on Facebook for a Mormon. It was auditioning in Kansas City. Yeah, and uh, I was like, yeah, I gave it a shot. I, I mean, I was like, I don't know how often these things really result into anything, but sure, it was, it was on a Monday, and uh, so I went. It was down at the Arch Asylum, and uh, it was pretty chill. And it was just, it was just one of the associate casting people, 
and um, I do do my audition and she's like, oh, great. You think you come back tomorrow and we'll do the same thing. We'll put it on tape. And so um, came back, put it on tape. She gave me a little bit of, of direction. And then uh, she was like, cool. Well, uh, we'll uh, thank you for your time. We'll uh, try to be in touch. And so I keep doing the show and everything. And then three weeks later, they she gets an give me gives me an email and it's like, hey, would you be in, would you be willing to come out to New York to do one of the auditions? Oh wow! And like I was like, wow, of course, yeah, <laughs> sure. But um, pay for the my only flight thing, and I'll really do it. <laughs> well, and that was the thing that didn't happen. Oh no! Okay, so, okay. So those of you who worked at regional theaters know mm -hmm. yep. that like your your SBT contract is mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. is not the biggest that's right and I, and at the time you know being back home you know making like 400 500 a week i was like okay i'm i'm really working as an actor sure but you know those fights in new york are that's a about, lot it's, those are that's, that's, that's my a month. those are my paychecks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so it took me a while to be like okay yeah i guess i should go and uh, i spent you know whatever i did on it um actually had a Sunday matinee. Damron drove me to the airport that night, got into New York at 11, had to, had my audition the next morning at 10. Wow. And um, yeah, did my did my song and sides first, had a dance call, which I, I like, I feel like my dance call was just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but it was- um, Now you're a good dancer, man. We, I've seen you. You, you, you know, I can, I'm a, I'm a solid mover and yeah, those yeah. in the MT world know that sure. you're not a dancer. That's right. You know, you, you got rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. You're not always good at picking up the choreo right away though. Yeah, exactly. Give me, yeah, yeah, yeah. give me a rehearsal process and I'm, you know, I'm golden all day. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, but so afterwards I'm kind of just chilling, eating a slice of pizza as you do. Sure. And, um, the same associate casting director sent me an email. It was like, Hey, thank you so much for coming out. Um, it was great to see you this and that. And they were like, just so far information, would you be interested in, would you be uh, possibly interested in the Australian or London companies? Oh yeah. And I, that was the first time I had heard that. Cause on the brief, it was just the national tours, Broadway. Right. And, right. Um, and I was like, absolutely. Of yeah. course. And, uh, but I hadn't, but since then I, I went back and to continue the show back in Kansas city yeah. and I hadn't heard anything for a few months. Hmm. Um, but they were like, you know, if you're doing anything, just keep us, uh, up to date with it and stuff. So I would do that on occasion. Sure. I actually ended up getting a gig at starlight. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, um, and it was like, it was probably my biggest gig that I'd gotten in Kansas city. So I, e I emailed them when, and I was like, I got a, if I don't hear anything, because it was about the time that they were getting ready to finalize their cast, right, on the Mormon side, and I was like, if I don't, if I don't hear anything, then I'm going to take this and yeah, um, and we'll just have to move on. And I kid you not, 20 minutes later, she calls me uh, and was like, "Hey, Teddy, don't take that. Yeah, we want you to be a part of the team." Hell yeah. And like, I'm in my room back home, you know, still living with my folks. And sure. like, I, I just sit on the bed and, and I was, and she was like, what do you think about Australia? And she, and I was like, 
let's do it let's do it, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> and um yeah and so hung up like told my mom what happened and yeah we she was like i knew it i was like mom you didn't know nothing you're yeah. just like <laughs> you're just trying to you're just trying to save yourself yeah from like you know if i bracing yourself if i didn't get it right then, of course you know shout out to uh, teddy's but, parents by the way some of the the most down-to-earth sweetest people on the planet were always so good to me when i was living in kc much love and my biggest fans my absolutely biggest fans. <laughs> they are they were at every show <laughs> every every just about every performance too (laughs) that's great so so you you know you book it and what's the you know where's the first place they send you yeah so it's so when i got my contract they uh were starting in melbourne um which i i didn't know much about melbourne i always knew about sydney and stuff like that sure sure um but it was for a year right and so i was like signing my life to live in australia for a year Wow. which was like, and I hadn't traveled internationally before. Sure. Um, so it's like, you know, I don't even, I can't even comprehend really like the scope of being on the other side of the world for that amount of time. Right. Um, but and uh, you were in one place the whole time or did you guys tour to different spots or it was just Melbourne the whole time? Yeah. So my first, my first go around was in Melbourne for that year. And then they moved to Sydney for a year, but I, I stayed there for six months. Gotcha. Um, of that Sydney run. Right. And then it's uh, before the shutdown, it was still it's still going around. Right. Um, their last stop was just in New Zealand. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Which is really dope. So, yeah, I and so by the time I got that phone call to when I actually left, it was probably about, I'd say, three or four months. Oh, OK. Very cool. Yeah. So then you do a year yeah. in Australia. Right. And then. Did you come? I'm pretty sure you came back and you did a run here as well, right? Yeah. So I, well, I I went back home for two weeks in between Melbourne and Sydney, which is crazy because it's right. a you know two day flight basically. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I went back. I had to just you know see friends and family for a little bit. Then after the Sydney run, I got back to Kansas City and right. I started doing sweat. Um, right, the, the Lynn Nottage play, right? The Lynn with Nottage unicorn. Piece. Okay, we'll get with to the unicorn, unicorn in a bit. Yeah, yeah, um, which is kind of like my home away from home. Like, you know, Cynthia Levin out there is, you know, like she's doing great things with that. Yeah. with that theater. Yeah, so I I got back and like two days later I was in a table read for Sweat. Hell yeah! Which I'm like I'm just getting over jet lag this and that, yeah, but I read yeah. the script and I was like I this is this is it's awesome. so good. Yeah. But before, but but before it's sweat happened, they they knew I was leaving the tour in Australia. Mm-hmm. Right. And Mormon is notorious for using a lot of their people. They really they really take care of the people. And so I, I didn't know what my future was going to be with the show. I was just like, I've done my time in Australia, and now I'm coming back to the states. Right. And so before I left, they actually had a position open on the tour, my same track on the u.s tour and what was that track um, by the way just for people who know the show i was matumbo got it so yeah <laughs> yeah cool. yeah Fun. um and i also understudied mafala in the general cool so yeah so they were like hey we've got a spot one of the guys left we know you're coming back if you're interested in doing the tour let us know yeah. and so like i was like yeah and i because i i left without really having another solid plan coming up. I was right, like, right, right. I've, you know, like I've, most actors I've, after a gig, it, it, right. 
<laughs> and so I was like, okay, well, it's it's an opportunity to get, you know, back on my feet here yeah. in the in the U.S. and and you um, came to see me in L.A. and I, yeah, ex- yeah, that was a good um, time. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. It was like too short, but right, that yeah, was too short. So yeah, I did sweat, and then that finished in November, and then I joined the U.S. tour in December. Right. Uh, first stop was Chicago, and Very then cool. I did the U.S. tour for a year. Nice. So then U.S. tour ends. Yeah. And sometime in there, correct me if I'm wrong on the dates there, but you you did something kind of big with someone who you met while you were on the Australia tour. Tell me about that real quick. Yeah, 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 of course. Shout out. Yeah. I mean, a lot of big stuff, right? But like, I don't think I've ever felt as. um... okay. well, I, I got married. Yep. (laughs) i'm gonna start there like so yeah that's that's what happened i got married i um i actually met her name is claire i met her uh in melbourne so uh and she's very australian she's very australian very australian (laughs) um and i didn't like obviously you don't you never expect those things to happen and you know but when you're there for such a long time you just you end up your heart's open and yeah you know like uh and she, we were there. We were together at the right place, right time. And, um, it's amazing. Yeah, y'all are perfect for each other. I, I see y'all on on all the socials and just <laughs> you know whenever we hop on a call and stuff. And even when you were here for a minute, y'all hopped. I think on a FaceTime for a second. Yeah. I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. Like y'all yeah. are perfect for each other. I love that. And when you have when I mean, if you're in long distance, everybody knows right. communication is the key. Yep. But then you add international. Yeah variables to it it's uh it's even more crucial uh, so yeah so uh we got we ended up getting engaged in kansas city right while i was on tour right so the the show mormon came to kansas city at the music hall yeah and uh i ended up proposing to her then Amazing. and then that next year we got married that's this, incredible uh, this, dude. this december of last year yeah well i've said this to you a million times i'm sure about it but congratulations that's so incredible Y'all are perfect for each other. Total soulmates. Uh, So after that, there's something kind of massive also that happened. You made your Broadway debut. Talk to me about that, my friend. Talk about a dream that we talked about for how how long, how many times, how many days? I mean, every day, I think. That's right. (laughs) That's right, man. Yeah, tell me about that. So I I ended up getting a place in November in New York while I was on tour. I didn't actually get to live in it until january right so i yeah so i completed one full year of the tour i was like i've done all right i've done two and a half years of this show Mm -hmm. so like i'm i'm moving to new york and now i'm gonna get hit the ground running and like i thank mormon for everything it's just now i gotta spread my wings and and now claire's with me finally after all the visa stuff so we're in our we're in our apartment i'm just hitting the ground uh running auditioning and stuff ended up getting a manager out here and um about two or three months in, I get a call from the general manager who's basically just like, uh, so our general is, uh, he's going to be on uh, medical leave and we want you to fill in for him Wow! on Broadway. Boom. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's one of those out of body kind of like sure. moments. So yeah. like all your hard work has kind of led up to this moment. And um and without hesitation, just like, yeah, of course, let's of course. go. And, and I, and 
like I knew I wasn't, you know, signing my life for, you know, a long period of sure, time. It was sure. just going to be uh, for a month or so. Yeah. But that was, I was, it was my Broadway debut as a principal. It's and on the resume. I, it's on and the it's resume. On, it's on the res. Um, <laughs> <Forever>. <laughs> yeah. And I, and before the shutdown happened, I got seven performances in. Wow, dude. Um, yeah. So I was, and so I was like, and it was, and it sucked. Cause I was like, even though I knew the show, I was like the, those Broadway theaters are just really, um, they're really tiny and then they're kind of, they're, they're pretty, um, um, confined backstage yeah, and stuff so i was right. just getting to know the people in the in the sure. space but yeah getting to go out there every night for that week uh yeah. was yeah it was it was insane yeah you you'll never be able to i mean replace that man that's incredible yeah absolutely incredible yeah um speaking i mean of covid a little bit you know i don't want to talk about covid we're trying not to give it too much energy on this podcast you know what i mean I but especially because it's just it's taking us uh, all out of work it's 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 hitting us really hard but there's some beautiful things coming from that people are yeah. doing some virtual stuff people are doing some zoom theater things like that now i have some feelings about zoom theater but of course, yeah. I, I'm really interested in the virtual theater, the filming of it, you know, yeah. with the camera and not just two people sitting at home. Exactly. Um, so so coming up, we you have a project. Uh, this is Death of a Driver, right? Mm. Is the name of yeah. it by Will Snyder? Will Snyder. Um, at the Unicorn Theater, a theater that I love, that I've seen many shows at um, when I was living in KC, uh, musicals and plays alike. Uh, yeah. I'm a huge fan, um, but if you, you go ahead and walk us through a little bit of what this show is, how it's, you know, COVID is affecting it or, you know, why you're doing it now. Yeah. And just, you know, what is this show? Go ahead. Yeah. Um, Death of a Driver. So uh, Cynthia actually approached me with it. And when Cynthia sends me something, I tend to, uh, I got to look at it. And you got see to. what she's cooking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um I read the script and it's a two-hander and like I just fell in love with it and it's about this uh, white American woman who comes to Kenya on a fellowship to build roads and uh, her taxi driver is this Kenyan man named Kennedy who I play and um, they 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 become quick friends and he ends up helping her in her road project however they have different ideals on how they they choose to go about change within the region right. uh, his his ideals are of a political mindset and hers is through a infrastructure mindset mm. so ultimately they they're on the same page but then at some point those ideologies converge on each other sure and so it's just a it's a relate it's it's when you know your personal relationships interfere with the business relationships yeah and uh it takes place over close to over a 20 year span. Mm. Yeah. And we're doing it all uh, virtually. That's cool, man. How is that? How, yeah. is that? how is the rehearsal process with that? And who's your co-star? It's a two header, right? Elise Paling. How is that in rehearsal? How is that? Uh, you, yeah. Your director, it's uh, Ian R. Crawford. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, how is, how is all that? Oh yeah. Well, he, I worked with Ian before he was, he directed sweat. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. It was a, it was a really truncated process. It was like, we had a few days of table work, mm -hmm. so basically just bashing it out. Um, and we had to play right there as well, which is incredible. Yeah, that's great. But then after that, it was all technical stuff. So they sent us like a green screen and lights and um, a ring light and everything. 
And so they had a storyboard of how they wanted every shot. And uh, once we got the script down and we started setting it, setting everything up. So the, we just set our cameras up in different spots and then our eye line in certain areas to where I can, we're doing this show together over zoom, right? but we're recording ourselves with exactly. our phones right. in the configuration in which we're going to be talking to each other when they Which, put it all together. And that's how I feel like we need to be doing it, right? If we're going to do it, mm -hmm. I want it to feel a little bit more like you're putting some effort, right? I, yeah. I, there's just so much going on right now where you just see it like we are right now, just looking at each other and uh, through a box. And right. uh, it's taking it away from theater a little bit. So that's exciting. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate that y'all are, uh, are taking that extra step. Is there anything about it that is like, struggle for you right now do you feel like yeah like you know especially in this time yeah i i mean i'm this this period has been ultra difficult and i mean i think as an artist period even in normal or like yeah i'm gonna say normal times because this ain't this shit ain't normal right but, um, exactly it's not uh but even even pre-covid like when you weren't working at least you had that hope of like i'm gonna i'm gonna book something yeah the next audition whatever right. but now that like there's not even that prospect mm -hmm. that's what's really that's what's really disheartening and also when i'm doing these projects and stuff like that it still doesn't have that that connection of being with the other person or the connection of right. the actor audience relationships right and that's the thing that makes theater unlike any other art form agree is that you're you're doing this in real time breathing the same air as the the audience and the artists themselves and you know it's palpable absolutely so in a in a positive way to to get people to watch this show why would you say this one is is worth watching this way yeah i think before we even filmed it we would we would run the thing twice yeah. and like we would be over zoom and like I'm I'm trying to connect to her as much as possible, sure. and so and we would say it every time. It's like as crazy as this is, it feels like you know we're. I mean, we were in it, mm -hmm. and we can't wait until there might be an opportunity to actually put it on speed in front of people. Yeah. Um, but then once we started filming, it was like we took all this, all that, that all that pre work, and then we tried to translate that to the filming of it. Right. And the way that they're the way that they're kind of piecing it together, it's hard to it's hard to determine whether we're there or not. Right. Um, so like and so you know, shout out to them and kudos to them for so um, cool. you know their perseverance and you know just trying to get all that tech stuff and mashing it together. Is cool. Exactly. Cool, man. So what are the dates on that so that people can watch it? Is that something that's going to uh, live for a while or does it have specific dates it's showing? Specific dates. So it starts streaming this week from November 11th through the 29th. Okay. And uh, you can find the tickets on the Unicorn website. Awesome. And we'll put all this in the show notes as well as on our yeah. Instagram. Uh, so you guys can totally check that out. It's pay what you can. So Oh, uh, love yeah, that. Yeah, so like whatever what i know times is tough so whatever you can uh, put forth you can get a ticket that way as well 
Absolutely. Please definitely go support this show. Um, it sounds really interesting. I can't wait to watch it. Uh, I actually want to maybe even pick up the script at some point or have you send yeah. it to me. I want to read it. Uh, sounds very interesting. As you know, uh, I went to Kenya about a year ago. Um, right. And, right. you know, had a lot of political conversation uh, with yeah. people over there. They had a lot to say about Trump and they had a lot to say about just the state of America. And it was so interesting. Teddy, is there anything else you want to plug say this is your platform we you know we have a small niche amount of listeners but they are uh avid and we love them so yeah. uh, throw throw whatever you want out there go for it yeah i think uh obviously i like this is a project that i'm working on um and i've you know i've got other little things out there but i think for the most part is uh any arts projects in your neighborhood or in your area do everything you can to support them because this is a time where it's it's not like it's just this this virus or anything is going to go away which really puts every single performer or um artist or technician out of work for for the foreseeable future so whatever they're doing be cognizant of their work and they're doing a lot of things for little to nothing right and so just your support itself means the world and like the the more people can do that the more we realize how important it is in our daily life and yep. people um, don't realize we, that while you're sitting streaming netflix there's <laughs> how many artists had to be together to make that happen absolutely and yep. so like think about think about uh what what life is like when you don't have those things that's right and um so our job as artists is to keep it alive but then we need we need the other ones to uh make sure that it stays that way that's right all right, Teddy, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for joining us all uh, on this first episode, mini-sode, whatever you want to call it, of Artist Spotlight. We'll be back with another Artist Spotlight probably in the next couple weeks. This is going to be something we're going to start doing as a just a, a way to introduce you to people that we think you need to keep your eyes on. Uh, thank you so much to Pam Quinn and Ryan Thomas Johnson for our music. Follow us on all the things. Subscribe, rate, review. Teddy Trice, I love you, brother. Love you, man. Till next time. Yep, that's right. We'll we'll uh we'll get back together soon and we'll have you hopefully on an episode in the next few months. Hell yeah. Okay, man. Thank you guys so much. Talk to you later. The theater, the theater. Theater, theater. Yeah.